All right, so welcome everyone. Today is October the 12th, 2022, and this is our All Lives Matter call with Dr. David Peck and Dr. Alex Lloyd. My name is Johanna Chan. I'll be assisting them today. And, hope, and if we have time, we'll go ahead and create some custom codes, custom trilogies for you personally, but that's later. Um, before we hear from the guys, I'm gonna share this disclaimer. The presentation is for education and informational purposes only. And since we're going to be talking about issues of health and well-being, we wanted to make sure that you understand this information is not intended to heal or cure anything. Everything in the presentation are the opinions of Alex Lloyd, David Peck, myself, and you if you choose to share. You should always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any specific health concerns you may have. All right, take it away, guys. All right, thank you so much, right. Johanna. Uh, I'm, Alex, I'm Alex Lloyd, uh, the, the good looking guy with the tree in his car in the middle is Dr. David Peck. Uh, he is a double board certified surgeon at uh, Columbia Presbyterian in New York, 20 years professor at Columbia, 50 published clinical papers, two United States patents. And he has graciously, most graciously agreed to um, be a part of this, what we hope will be a movement with me, um, not for you to follow us, for you to walk alongside of us, hand in hand, metaphorically together. And what we are hoping and, and, uh, and walking toward is helping a million to a billion people increase their emotional well-being by 100% over the next year or less. And we are committed to providing the materials to do that free of charge to those people. And um, that's why we're here. And each week we discuss an, a life issue that we think uh, might be interesting to you, but to Dave and I is a big deal that we probably need to go to the priest confessional about and uh typically we do that here and, and that, by the way, everybody. That, that's the other that's the other uh, uh name that we uh, uh play name that we have for this call is the uh uh dr peck and dr lloyd confessional call yeah this is the dr peck and alex confessional uh time uh maybe yours too if you would like to join in we would love that but um uh, this week, um, Dave came up with an issue that, that's been huge in my life, which is systemic defensiveness. And Dave, if you don't mind, I'll start this one, if that's okay. I usually let Dave go first because he comes up with them, and they're, they're, they're fantastic. Um, systemic defensiveness. I grew up the baby in our family. And I know I was called that a million times and I cringed every time I heard it, hated that term, the baby of the family. Um, I guess I started to feel that because it was said so much, I'm the baby, which to me meant I'm the least important, the least to be listened to, the least to have their opinion about something be valid, okay? And I grew up in a family that was a weird family. My mother was full-blooded German. My dad was European, 
in, in ancestry. And I don't know how it started, but for, ha for however it started, we were like an Italian family. We argued about everything. So if someone had an opinion about something, nine times out of 10, it would start an argument. It wouldn't be, oh, I think, uh, I think, um, oh, what, what would it be? Um, I think we ought to move to another town to live, all right? And even if it was a good thing, it would start an argument. I think because our family argued, that was one of our activities is, is we argued and we argued about everything, okay? So growing up, I realized as the baby, I had to argue louder and better if I was gonna win, okay? So I grew up, by the time I was grown up and out of my family of origin, ladies and gentlemen, I was an expert at arguing. I mean, I was fantastic at it, okay? Because I grew up that way. And I, and I had to be, in my opinion, for my own self-worth and survival in that family. So it was bigger than just wanting to win. It was a have to, okay? So what that led to is in college and, and in early marriage and middle marriage and all that, if something was brought up that I either had a different opinion about or didn't want to do, I would go into argue mode. And I was so good at it, I could out-argue almost anybody. I mean, I would out-argue my college professors. Um, I would out-argue people who were very important and, and intellectuals and stuff like that. I think somehow I also just had a knack for it. It made sense to me, that sort of um, uh, least common denominator logic and going you know, down and down and down and down and down until I got to a place where there was nothing else they could say, okay? And I would do that almost every time. The problem was a lot of those times they were right and I was wrong. I was just a better arguer than they were, okay? So that would leave me feeling proud of myself for basically supporting a lie, but doing it successfully. And the person that I talked with feeling very confused and disoriented and very irritated at me because they knew I was wrong, even though they couldn't prove it. And so that is what Hope married into and what she started experiencing in those first couple of years of our married life that I think probably would have driven anybody crazy, almost. Now, she wasn't crazy, but it, I, I don't mean crazy crazy. I mean, <laughs> that, kind of, that kind of crazy, okay? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's defensiveness. That is me, rather than wanting to admit that I'm wrong or that another opinion might be a really good idea, I didn't even want to do that. 
because that would be reinforcing them. And you don't really do that in arguing. You're just trying to win your thing. Okay. So that was absolutely me not wanting to admit I was either wrong or having to do something that I didn't want to do. And one of the things that that reminded me of, and I'll share this and then shut up, Dave, and you can share your yeah. two cents, was I, I had a couple early during counseling, uh, man and wife. And um, at one point, the wife said to the husband, come on, honey, you can do it. You can do it. You can say it. I was wrong. Wrong. Come on, you can say it. You can do it. You can do it. I know you can do it. And and, and his point was, <coughs> he's never wrong. To according to himself, he's never wrong, even though he's wrong. Okay, that in a nutshell, kind of to me, is defensiveness. Now you don't have to have your opinion doesn't have to be wrong for you to be defensive about it, but mine was typically, and, and that was, you know, a client I have, but you can be right and be defensive. It's just kind of a, a, a self-protection thing from rejection. And, and Dave, you were absolutely that, right about that and what you wrote. That is what it is. It's a self-protection thing in the area yeah. of rejection, rejection and acceptance. And there's a feeling right. if I can win the argument, if I can prove my point by logic, even if it's wrong, that's a form of, of validation for me, which would be the opposite of rejection, only it's not because it's contrived and, 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 the, and the conclusion I win by arguing may not be right it may not even be what's best so dave i think you're exactly right that that's what came up for me and that's yeah. been one of the biggest issues of my life and i really had to learn to quit arguing to quit to stop it and start conversing in love and truth and those two things are a million miles apart arguing versus conversing and openness, love, and truth. So, Dave, you, you, whatever you're thinking, Alex. No, I'm saying that was beautiful. That, that's you. You described everything for me, for my family. You know, except ours was more like about getting hurt, like yeah. just being hurtful towards each other, and that's in the same category: the rejection, the kindness category, the hurtfulness. Right. So, right. yeah, you know, and it just makes me think, you know, that. That, you know, because here listening to you, I mean, you have you have such understanding of yourself and your own situation, like into your and, and it makes me think that really this is really about a process of getting to know ourselves. You know, yeah. I'm in this. I'm getting to know myself more, and I'm looking at you and I'm like, Alex is a person who knows himself so well you know, and all different parts of it. And so, you know, anyway, um, my, my, so now going to my thing, my part with the defensiveness is, is this is part of this Pex character that I, that I had. And, yeah. you know, it includes, it's something that was generational and brought down to me. And, and, and it includes, 
Um, and, and it was my whole life. I was like this, you know, constantly defending myself, having to argue and prove my point and prove how I was a Mr. Know-it-all and, you know, holier than now. And so much energy. And we talked, we spoke about this before, all the energy that gets released into, you know, this social imaging thing, you know, and I have to be this certain way and I have, you know, and, and I have to win this argument. It drove Anna nuts, you know, and Anna actually did you know, go crazy, whatever. But, you know, it, 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 that was one of the things that killed her about me was the, that Peck's character, the, the judgmentalness, the condescending, that's the other part, hypercritical. But what I have to say is, so, you know, I spent years like this and, 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 and the way it would happen was, you know, it was a natural thing. You would see a situation or you would encounter, encounter a person and immediately you would just I would just go right to the judgmentalness or the hypercriticalness. And even if I didn't say it to the person, that's yeah. exactly what I was thinking. Oh, this was so, and you're picking problems with it and everything. And it wasn't until healing some of this stuff with the healing code. Honestly, when I look at myself today, cause I was thinking, you know, preparing for this, I'm saying to myself, my first impulse is no longer to just tear that person down. It almost like, I mean, every once in a while, if I'm not feeling so good, you know, that, that, <laughs> will, that, that will come into my mind, you know, and I'll have to be aware of it, but not nearly like it was before, you know, and hallelujah. And such a change in your, the stress that you're feeling. And we go back to the stress and cortisol and, and health and medical problems and everything. And like, yes, you know, it just, how many times can we say it? It's all related. And the source of that stress is the key. Yeah. Please, people realize that this is the key. This goes beyond all that other stuff. And I'm not saying, you know, I like the preacher to do the CBD and all, you know, all the other stuff, but don't neglect the most important thing. Amen. Yeah. And, um, and I've found this to be, Dave, such a universal um common thing with people that it's interesting to me dave that when i meet someone who's not defensive uh-huh. at all yeah yeah it, it seems it's weird. almost it's almost shocking isn't it <laughs> it's weird it seems it is, weird. It's like, weird. Why, aren't you, why are you reacting you're saying yeah. like up, and the guy's just like okay you know what I'm yeah <laughs> yeah i I agree, and and but it, but it's also beautiful, and and you feel and, yeah. and and whenever I'm around Dave, one of those people who who is open and not defensive, yeah. it feels safe. It feels safe to me, and that's what I want to be for the people in my life. Is I want to be a safe place for them, and a place they can come to, and know. Nothing bad is going to happen to me there, and I'm going to be loved and accepted there. I want me to be that place for as many people as possible, because I know in my life, those have been several of the big difference makers for me. You're there, Alex. You're already there. I'm not, but I'm, I'm better than I used to be. You're as close as you can get as a human, I think. <laughs> All right. Well, you want- you're, in the, you're in the ascension process anyway. So, okay. Uh, you want to start, Dave? You want me to? Sure. Okay. Uh, either, either way. I mean, okay. Go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. Okay. So we pray 
we request with a, with a pure heart and in good faith that all destructive, negative cellular memories, unhealthy habits and addictions, false limiting beliefs, any relationship issues related to the systemic issue of being defensive, defensiveness, Mm-hmm. be found opened and healed through love light truth and god amen. amen okay and the first position is healing code two left hand high bridge right hand brain stem <clears throat> pushing the systemic defensiveness And by the way, I would say that the opposite of defensiveness is non-judgmentalism and acceptance. Mm. Okay, now switch the hands. Left hand brainstem, right hand high bridge. And not necessarily acceptance of their behavior, but acceptance of them as a person. Mm. How do you separate out behavior from the person? You just realize they're two different things that, that, um, um, just interrupt Dave and tell us where the next position is whenever it's that time. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Left um, hand, uh, Adam's apple, right hand, uh, temple. Okay. Um, What I tell people on that is, have you ever told a lie in your life? And so far, everyone has said yes. Okay, well, do you want me to put a label on your forehead in big red letters that says liar? And so far, 100% of people who have said they're liars have said, no, I do not want that. Why? because I don't consider myself a liar. I've lied, yeah, but I don't consider myself a liar. That would be that lying is my identity. Your behavior is never your identity. Not for you and not for anyone else either. You do not have to forgive or accept their behavior. You do have to forgive and accept them. Just as you want to be accepted and forgiven outside of your behavior. Okay, fourth position, left hand jaw, right hand bridge. Okay, back to position one now. Left hand high bridge, right hand brainstem. Healing code two position.
Okay, let's switch it now. Left hand brainstem, right hand high bridge. So I guess the lie is that if I if I'm not right in this argument that I'm like going to be humiliated or I'm like going to be or, like made fun of, or, or I'm just a lesser person. Lesser person, yeah. Okay. Nothing can make you a lesser person, in in, in my opinion. Okay, left hand, Adam's apple, right hand temple now third position healing code one position let me amend that nothing can make you a lesser person unless you choose evil and mm. as a way of life not just one time but as a way of life mm. okay fourth position left hand at, um, jaw, right hand, uh, temp, uh, bridge rather, left hand, jaw, right hand, bridge. Okay, that's four. That's two cycles. Okay, acupuncture points, uh, <coughs> temples, side of the hand, eyebrows, middle of the chest, middle finger, collarbones. Little finger, under the nose, index finger, under the arms, sore spot, thumb, under the eyes, under the nipples, chin, 9G, eyes open, close, open, eyes down to the left, down to the right, circle your eyes, circle back the other way. One, two, three, four, five. All right. Uh, now let's activate governing and conception vessel three times, please. Three times. If it hurts, you're pushing too hard. Okay, custom healing centers. Let's start with forehead. Please open. open and harmonize. Throat. Please open, open and harmonize. Middle of the stomach. Please open, open and, and harmonize. 
basal root on the pubic bone, please open and harmonize. Crown, please open and harmonize. Under the belly button, please open and harmonize. Heart, please open and harmonize, all right? Left hand forehead, right hand brainstem. Stay here for about a minute and we'll be done. Hands over the heart, slow, deep breaths, let the code process. Might take a look when you're ready at the zero to tens and another look in about 30 minutes. It should uh, work pretty much at full power for about 30 minutes. And Johanna? If we have any questions, Dave will answer them. Okay. <laughs> uh, Marilyn has her hand up. I'm going to open her line. Hi, Marilyn. Marilyn, dear lady from Australia. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, Hello, David. Morning. Um, morning. Can you hear me all right? Yes. Yep. Good. Um, I, just, I just would like to make a comment about last week's uh, trilogy, which was chaos and the energy was peace. And what came into my thoughts was peace at any cost, which, and then the memory of Richard Chamberlain, or Neville Chamberlain, sorry, going to Germany and, and wanting peace at any cost with Hitler. But then they ended up going to war and... And they did win the war, but there was terrible consequences for long term after that. And my feelings which came up was if I'm in a situation with another person where their energy is war and I'm trying to have peace at any cost, it doesn't really help me because then eventually I would probably go to war with them to try and regain that peace. But if they are at war and I have an internal state of peace, then I'm going to go through that and come out the other side much better. Am I right in thinking that? Well, my two cents on that, Marilyn, is that if I'm around someone who is feeling a lot of fear and resonating a lot of fear, I can absolutely absorb that and start to feel anxiety and anger and low self-worth. I mean, you name it. I can feel virtually anything from absorbing their negativity. It's, it, it can act as a trigger for me. On the other hand, if I am full up to here with love, they can't do anything to me, Marilyn. I can affect them positively, but they can't affect me negatively. Now, they could kill me. They could affect me you know, negatively that way. But as far as issues and my spiritual life, if I'm full of love and stay in that present moment in love place, 
they can't hurt me. Now, if you're talking about a country, yeah, sure. It may get to the point where we feel like we have to go to war and defend our country. I would say there's lots of times when maybe that is still not the, the best decision. And America certainly has a history of that. Uh, the Iraq war where they had m weapons of mass destruction, even if maybe they didn't. And there was a lot of evidence. There may have been a lot of political to that war. All right. But but there may be times where you have to go to war as a country or as an individual to protect your family. But I would never go to war with a person if it's not simply to protect from them trying to harm me or my family or whatever. Um, I would never go to war uh, personally. Um, Dave, what, that's an interesting uh thought what, what do you think no i was just kind of stuck on the piece at any cost yeah uh, you know you know that it almost seems like um i don't know like an oxymoron in a way or you know a contradiction in terms you know because the achieving of peace is to get at the source and to you know find that place and if you're trying to get to the peace by the wrong means somehow it doesn't seem like you would actually get to the peace. Yeah. The that's peace not that you're peace. achieving is not peace. Right. Yeah. That's not and peace. Yeah. So, so, so the, the thing is, the thing is, you know, is that sort of like pray for your enemies kind of thing. Yeah. You know, idea. Whereas, you know, you actually do at some point can feel pity for that person who's acting out on you. And, you know, of course it's not pleasant having somebody, you know, getting in your face or whatever, but, to, that, and this is the beauty of, of what you're doing, Alex, and the, the tools that I, I feel like they're actually weapons that you're arming us with in order to protect ourselves against that kind of thing. The, the understanding, you know, you're, you're arming us with an understanding of why those people are acting the way they are, you know, or, you know, why we act the way we are, too, you know, when we're hostile to other people. But, yeah. but, without, but, but without that, we're, you know, that we're, we're unarmed, you know, you know, so that, that it's just beautiful. You know, I don't know, Marilyn, if you could see that, but, but, but what he's giving us is an understanding to, 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 so, uh, so that we don't have, there's no, you know, we can understand where that other person's coming from. And when we understand them, then we can start to have compassion. Dave, yeah. the thing I love about what you just said, and I don't know that I've ever thought this, but uh, until you said it, we use the weapons on ourselves, not our enemy. I mean, that, to, and, and to me, that's what coming from a place of peace does, is I'm not gonna attack you, I'm gonna work on me and my situation and wish you nothing but the best. No, even if you're attacking me. Uh, now, now, if you come after my wife and children to kill them, I'm going to try to keep you from killing them because I think that's the best thing for you too. It's not the best thing for the guy who's coming to kill my family to kill them. That's going to haunt him the rest of his life, whether he knows it or not. Okay. So I believe the loving thing, not only for me, for my family, but for the person attacking is for me, if I can, to keep them from harming but I'm using my weapon to do that on me, not on them. 
And, wow. It's really beautiful. Yeah, you know, and, you know, and, and yeah, I've got to go. I'm sorry. That's great. But, but, but Dave, beautiful. Dave, please continue. And um, uh, thank y'all. I love you. Uh, see you next week. Tell me. Right, yeah. What I wanted to say, you know, this is exactly what he was saying is that, you know, we've been sort of trained how to hate and shame ourselves. You know, that's the point. Anyway, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry, Marilyn. So, yeah, I was agreeing okay. with that. Um, yeah. yeah, no, uh, I, well, I just want to add something here is um, I'm actually working with someone who's in a relationship where they have where they do peace at any cost just to keep the peace. And, oh. and, and when, when that thought came into, because. See, but Marilyn, here's it, the it, point though. I'm sorry, but here's the point. It's not peace. No, no, that's what I'm understanding. That, I mean, that's what I got. Um, what, what, where I have struggled to help this person is what is the solution? The solution is to walk away, but they felt unable to do that. And I realized by thinking about what happened when England wanted peace at any cost and then went to war. Yes, they won the war, but at a, at a horrendous human cost. And that's the point. It wasn't peace. And, and so I, I, I was able to realize that for this person, there is no point for them to go to war with their partner we need to help them find a peace. So when the other person is at war, instead of trying to find peace at any cost, they have a real peace, which allows them to go through whatever they have to go through to get to the other side, which is then better. Am I explaining myself right? Yeah. It's just... The peace at any cost bothers me because it's no, not no, peace no. That, because that's, it's still. That's, that, yeah. that's what the person is trying to do now. And that's, yeah. and so what, where we're healing now is yeah. to enable them to have a peace that is not at any cost, but is a true peace. But it took yeah. that. So, so it, took and I, it took listening to that and the thoughts that come from that to realize there is a solution and it is genuine peace but it's going through the pain to get to that peace of the source healing yeah 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 see so in that's, other words yeah and, and so your Alex friend is, will will start to understand could, could could start to understand why is her spouse or her significant other acting the way they are what's driving yeah. that person you know we had several people you know talking about their relationships and things like that well the person being driven to act in a certain way, unconsciously, a lot of times, you know, oh, yeah. we talked about chaos. And everything. so the key is for that person as well. You know, I hate to keep talking about the healing code, but this is probably the best method that I, I mean, it's definitely the best method that I know of to do oh, that. Yeah. They need to go and start healing those source issues and find those epiphanies. Of the, yeah. you know, and then then things are going to start getting better. Then they're going to feel the energetic shift, and until they do, they're going to continue to struggle with those yeah. negative emotions. You know, and that's yeah. our whole point. He does. It, this person does do the healing codes. Been doing them for a, a while on the situation, but we couldn't see the other thing that Alex talked about was that feeling paralyzed and going back to the 
to the um, no one, even though it's a bad situation. And that allowed us to understand their behavior. And so um, so that's what I'm saying is. Well, uh, logistically, thing, if the person has to go back for a logistic reason, you know, that's slightly different. I mean, if there are financial issues, whatever, but at least in their, in, in, in their, in their heart, you know, they, 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 they shouldn't be like, we want to try to resolve all that sort of frustration and that, you know, kind of things that, that are, that, um, um, you know, so you're saying, you're saying logistically, so logistically, if the person has to get together for, you know, that's, that's a separate thing, but at least emotionally, you know, the, those, the struggles, you know, if they both were, could work on, you know, themselves, you know, then I don't know. I think some, I just, I just always yeah. come back to the same thing is that, you know, that the, the, those conflicts are not between the people necessarily. It's other things that people are bringing into the relationship and they're getting triggered. Yes. By the end, the other person, but they, you know, most of the time they're not coming in completely like the guy, Alex was talking about the guy that's totally non-judgmental, like totally open and able to hear, you know, that's the person. If two people like that get into a relationship, honestly, there's not going to be that much. There's not going to be that much difficulty. I don't think. No, I just, I I think what I'm trying to say is, Listening to last week's chaos trilogy has given this person and myself a feeling that yes, there is hope, that there is a solution to this, and the solution is 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 to go through this pain to that external piece, and then you can go through whatever is going to happen with this relationship Wait, and come out of, a better the, person. Yeah. But the pain now, you're Alex, talking about is the pain of of of, of healing, the source healing. Yes. Is that yes, right? Okay. Yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah, yeah. It's it is pain. I mean, look yeah. at us. We have to face ourselves. I mean, who wants yeah. to look at ourselves? I, mean, I don't <laughs> want to look at myself. I don't have to. God, come on. Yeah. All those negative things. A text character. Oh my God, what a yeah. jerk. Yeah. No, I just wanted to say thank, thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate. It. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's what it, it's it, for, Marilyn. You yeah, know, and yeah. to hear having positive effects from it, that makes our day. You know, that's yeah. the whole purpose. And and our and our request of you, I'm not demanding, but and you're already doing it, is to get other people and say, listen, yeah. you're the example, and you're like, try this stuff, you know, and help them find their issue. Help yeah. them find the thing to work on. Just say, when was the time that you remember feeling this way? You know, like the early yeah. time and try to like uncover stuff for people. And you see yeah. how it helps you, you know, how it helps yeah. me, how it helps yeah. Alex, other all people. Yeah, no, we've been in Maryland. Maryland. Thank yeah. you. We've been healing on this issue for quite a long time, but we never sort of felt there was a solution. But listening to chaos, we now feel that there is. I see. Yeah, all those different issues you know, that we talk about, it's just like different ways of looking at the same thing and different, you know, parts of it that are, might be more relevant. Like when you hear it, then it'll, it'll more, you know, it'll resonate with the person. Like 
FOMO might resonate, resonate with a different generation or chaos is something you haven't heard necessarily, although it's, it's involved, it's in part of the peace category, you know, it, it is involved with that, but might, so, so that's the whole idea. So it's great to hear feedback from people like you, Marilyn, that where you've had positive results and have uh, affected other people also positively. Oh, thank well, you. thank 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 you for taking the time to do what you do, because it is extremely helpful. Really appreciate it. Thank You're you. Welcome. You and David Thank and you. Johanna, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Marilyn. God bless you. Um, I'm going to, we, we have a couple hands up. I'm going to have to leave early, David, but let me go ahead and unmute uh, Hoda. Hoda, your line is open. Hey, guys. Hi. Hey. Hey, I just wanted to say, you guys, uh, even David, you seem even more and more um, sure-footed as the calls go on and I'm just so excited for everybody that's on the call. Cause it's even, I don't know how long you've been doing this, but even since I've been joining, uh, I've noticed a huge difference in you. Um, but for me, myself, this past week, I got a custom code and I wanted to share that it pulled up something that I didn't expect to have come up um, related to probably where uh, the, uh, that feeling of disgust that I talked about came from. And it, at first, it was something I didn't want to deal with. I kind of stopped doing the code altogether for a few days just because I was overwhelmed. Hi. Yeah. And then um, I realized what was going on, that the external stuff wasn't actually the issue. And um, it was a lot of fight or flight. But as I went back to doing the code, that feeling started to get smaller and smaller and smaller every day. So I just wanted to share wow. that. Oh, that's amazing. So great <laughs> to hear that. Yeah, yeah that's much. it. Okay. And if I could say. Oh, yeah, table. one second. And I just want to say one thing because Hoda, you made you, that was a compliment. I really appreciate that. And what I wanted to say, I actually wanted to say, you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, I can when hear you. Alex also, you know, because I was brought up in this science research, physician scientist thing. So, like, I could go and I was giving talks, you know, to audience whatever talking about college and cross-linking and strengthening college and so like that but when it comes to this kind of stuff i'm like a fish out of water you know so i was so it, it was it was totally different so i really appreciate it hoda i'm, I'm feeling more comfortable as we go along and no i ha hadn't been That's doing awesome. this kind of thing so it's, you know it's kind of it's but it's great it's been a great experience and working with alex is, you know it's my opportunity to heal you know, so I'm yeah. getting to heal too. So anyway, it's yeah. great to hear things like that. And the chaos, I can hear it in your voice too. It's just great. It's beautiful to hear th people getting, having peace and feeling the energetic shift and everything. And all I can say is just, let's keep going and let's get more people involved and have other people feel that same peace and, you know, that good feeling and being able to act in love, you know, that, that we're all experiencing. So thank you. Right. And, and, and I just wanted to add one thing about that, Hoda, when you said you were feeling you quit doing the code for a while because it felt overwhelming. And that was probably just exactly what you needed to do. It sounds like you were having the overwhelm was a bit of a healing response. And we will often. I think I'm discounted. Okay. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. Okay. Yeah. We love you guys. Yeah, Talk yeah, to yeah. you soon. No, she she missed it, Johanna. But that that is a point. Those for other people on the call. You know, sometimes when you do the healing code or trilogy, you get such you actually feel worse. 
I get this often. I get this. Johanna, Johanna knows this because you know, <laughs> she trained me, you know, but, but I, you know, yeah. And then you just have to, like she was saying, you know, you take a few days off or, you know, and, and Hoda didn't realize that she was doing it, but Johanna was, was clarifying that that's actually what was happening. So that's yeah, that really and, it, and it's very, it's one out of 10 people will experience that. Sometimes the symptoms will get worse physically or emotionally. And we do feel overwhelmed, but don't be discouraged because the code continues to work. It, it you know, you put that pr new programming in and it continues to work. Um, but of course, as, as things shift, it's, it's good to get a, um, a fresh custom code if you're using custom codes and that, that kind of re, we recalibrate that frequency so that it, it matches more um, closely. Um, okay, so I, I'm gonna need to go, David. I'm so sorry, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but uh, I have a little bit of a family thing going on where I'm gonna be needed. Yeah. So um, come back again next week. Thank you all for being here. We really love the interaction with everybody. It's, uh, it's really inspiring and uh, and I just want to thank you all for participating. God bless. Bye. Okay. David. Bye. Thanks.